Hey, and welcome to the Dr. Nicolia Show, where we talk about living intentionally and by design and all things related to the subconscious mind. Every other Tuesday, I release a new episode where we talk about in-depth topics to help you bridge the gap from where you are to where you want to be. I'm so excited that you're here joining me. Now, let's dive in and get started. Hello, hello, hello. I'm so excited for today's live. I have had this same question come up again and again. And I'm one of those people that when something comes up over and over and over again, I'm always like, man, this must be something that I need to share, something I need to talk about. So good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending upon when you're watching this. I am likely going to be turning this into a podcast as well as this live because I feel like it's so important to touch on it. Anyways, today what we're going to be talking about is your calling. Um, Finding your calling or your purpose is this idea that we all have a purpose and a legacy to to leave here in life, right? A legacy to live, a legacy to live out, something that lives even beyond the days that we live. And um, it's something that I feel like is so powerful, but we don't address, right? We don't talk about how we actually find it. For some people, it seems so easy, right? They know something that they're passionate about. They go to college, they pick a major, and then they find this career and they work for 40 years and they're lit up and they're happy, right? But what happens if it's not that easy for you? What happens if you don't even know what it feels like you're good at or what you're called to? What happens if you feel like you think that you're really good at something and then you give it a try and you realize you might have been climbing the wrong ladder? What happens if you just feel so overwhelmed because maybe you're good at a million different things and you're not sure how to like narrow in and find your niche? Good morning, good morning. Um, There's so many questions that can come up right? Maybe you feel like you have no clue. Maybe you just feel overwhelmed. Maybe there's all these things that you're learning about that make it seem like it should be easy. And then when it's not easy, you're questioning what's wrong with you. I totally get it. So recently I got a question in my DM um, from a good friend of mine who asked me, a high school friend of mine who asked me, how did I help my daughters find their niche? And so I want to start with a little story and then I'm going to talk about how we can hone in and help you find what you're gifted at, what you're called to, what your purpose is. So my daughters, both of them are really talented and I'm, I'm really blessed as a mom and I'm really grateful. But uh, this past weekend, I was sharing my daughter's track wins. I was sharing about her meet. I was sharing that she qualified for Junior Olympics. I was sharing like how excited I was. And someone asked me like with her being so young, like how did you know track was the thing that she was supposed to be doing? And I loved that question so much because as parents, there are no handbooks, right? There's nothing that says you're supposed to do this or it's supposed to look a certain way. And so I want to share how I found that out. So with my oldest daughter, I did a lot of trial and error. I will say that she has a very creative side to her. She's always been into art. She's always been into design, things like that. And so when she was really young, she loved art. And so I really facilitated that by helping her go to art camps and schools, buying her fancy sketchbooks, um, investing in different programs, things like that. As she's gotten older, her art has started to shift and change in different ways. So now she loves to cook and try out different recipes. She's not my child because I do not like to cook. And she loves to do hair. She loves to braid. That's been her new passion is trying out braiding and seeing what's like working. And so for her, what I've done is I've allowed her to try different things. So Wednesdays, I've hired her to be our family chef and to cook different meals. So she'll send me different Instagram videos and posts where she gets to try different recipes. And it helps me because I don't have to cook, but it helps her because she gets to use her gifting. 
Um, as far as braiding, I promoted her to so many of my friends and family members so that she gets opportunities to practice her braiding skills, which has been great because I want her to see, she told me the other day, she's like, do you want to be my marketing um, personnel? And I'm like, girl, I'm your biggest fan. And that's way better than a marketing personnel can ever be. <laughs> so thank you. Um, and then my youngest daughter, I'm going to be very honest. I've known since she was young that she has an athletic bone. And like, she's just athletic. She's built to be athletic. She's built like she's you know, been been working out since she was coming out the out my stomach, all the things. But how did I know that track was her thing? I'll never forget one day I was walking her to school and I'm talking about this like big kid comes over and he like he fist bumps her. And I'm like, how old is that kid? Because he looks like he's about 15 and you're in elementary school. And she's like, oh, I think he's in like sixth grade or something. And I was like, oh, well, how does how does he know you? Why does he want to talk to you? I think she was maybe in first grade at the time. And she was like, oh, I, I dusted him at recess yesterday. So now he has like all this respect for me. But she said it so nonchalant, so casually. And, you know, the more I started to sit with that and think about it, I'm like, man, she does love to run. If I ask her to walk to the mailbox, she's going to run to the mailbox. If I take her to the playground, she's running circles around the kids. She's very agile. So she's moving through the playground equipment so easily and effortlessly. And so I knew immediately, like, let me start looking up things that can get her interested or get her practice with this skill set. Now, I'll be honest, it took a lot of work on my part because in my local area, there wasn't a lot of track places that took children starting at the age of six and seven. And so I just kept calling because I'm like, I got to give her, I got to get her this. I got to, I got to support her with this. And that's one thing I'm really big on. When someone shows a passion, a desire, a, something that they feel called to, our jobs as parents is to support them with it, to see how we can help meet them where they're at, to help um, give them the tools and opportunities to be able to leverage and practice those skills. So I kept calling out. I'm not exaggerating. I must have called 15 different um, teams and we found an amazing family team and she has really excelled in track. Now, I say all of that to say that it's not far off for us as adults, right? When you have something that you talk about nonstop, when you have something that keeps you up at night, when you have something that feels kind of effortless, like it doesn't require a lot of work for you to do, that's typically an insight to your calling, an insight into what it is that you're supposed to do. So how do you know if you found your calling? One of the first things that I always think about when it comes to it is like, I would do it even if no one was paying me. I would do this because it lights me up. It doesn't feel like work. I'll never forget my mom telling me when I was picking a career, because I picked the career of becoming a counselor. And she's like, you're not gonna make a lot of money. She's like, but it's okay to not make a lot of money if this is where your heart is, right? Because you'd rather not make a lot of money and do what you love so it doesn't feel like work than to make a crap ton of money and be cleaning porter potties and being miserable your whole life, right? And so when I think about calling, when I think about purpose, what comes to mind is what, what would you do if no one paid you, right? Because it doesn't feel like a chore. It doesn't feel like work, right? What would that thing be for you? Um, another way to, to know if something is your calling is you have this pervasive sense of peace when you do it. It just feels, I, I don't know how else to explain it other than like it makes no sense to anyone else, but it just makes sense to you. You just feel so aligned, like the puzzle piece perfectly fits. I know for me, when I first started my coaching business, everyone's like, why would you ever want to leave what you already do? You, you got a whole doctorate degree. You worked really hard for this. You got all the student loans and this is always what you wanted to do. But for me, it felt like the next, next best step. It felt like the next aligned step. 
right? And I just felt this sense of peace where it didn't make sense to anyone else. It just felt like total confirmation for me which felt amazing, right? Because you have to live with yourself the longest. So you want to live in a way that feels aligned with the purpose, with what your calling is, right? Another sign that you're living your calling is you start to notice synchronicities. So I do not believe in coincidence, right? I believe in divine timing. I believe in divine connection. And so when synchronicities just happen, just so happen, and it feels like such a coincidence, that's a sign that you're living in alignment. That's a sign that you're living your calling, right? There's no such thing as coincidence. So for me, the way synchronicities show up is I'll start to see angel numbers. Um, and if you're not familiar with angel numbers, angel numbers are like three numbers put together that are all the same. So like three, 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 five, 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 or even 11, 11 is an angel number. And so a lot of times when I'm starting a new project or when I'm going after a new goal, I'll start to see angel numbers again and again and again. I have a client of mine who sees butterflies when she's starting something new. And it's just a sign of transformation for her, a sign of confirmation for her. So you start to just notice synchronicity. I know even when I was signing my daughter up for track, even though I kept getting pushed away from all of these other places, track kept coming up. I would watch it, you know, a commercial and there was a girl running. I was scrolling on Amazon and I would see, you know, some spikes for sale. I would see someone post a picture of their kid running track. Like there were all these synchronicities that I was like, these are not coincidences. These are confirmation and I need to be supporting this, right? Um, Another way that you can tell if something, if you're moving towards your calling is it's so much bigger than you. If you are focused on accomplishing a goal or moving towards something you desire and it's all around, what can this do for me? Oh, I just really want to make a lot of money or I just really, really want to have um, a lot of freedom. Don't get me wrong. Freedom and money are wonderful things. These are reasons that I continue to move towards my vision, right? But it's also so much bigger than me because for me, the reason my calling showed up is because I always ask myself, how can I, what decision can I make today that my future self will thank me for? And in what way can I leave a legacy that lives far beyond myself, right? And so it became so much bigger than me. I remember writing my, my very first book and I had this deep desire to become an author for, for years. In writing my first book, um, there are a lot of reasons that I could give up. My, there are a lot of reasons why it became really hard or became overwhelming or I wanted to throw in that proverbial towel. But then I would always ask myself, like, is me sleeping in or is me Netflixing? Is me going to a million happy hours? Is me like ignoring this goal going to get me closer to my purpose? Is this going to be what leaves a legacy for my children? And it wasn't. And that's how I knew it was my calling because it became so much bigger than what was what, what it was for me. Right. It became so much bigger than that. So when you think about your calling, is it bigger than you? Right. And then that kind of tied into the last one. But even when it feels difficult, you're willing to push beyond your comfort zone, right? Because you see the bigger picture. Most of the time, people give up right when they're at that finish line, right when they're at the tail end because they don't see that bigger picture. They don't see what's coming up for them. They don't see what's next for them. Whereas with you and it's your calling, you just keep going even when it feels a little bit uncomfortable, even when you're second guessing yourself, even when no one understands, even when it's difficult, even when you're not sure how to make a way because here's the reality, your why is so much bigger. And because your why is so much bigger, you make room for your how. Let me explain. So when your why lights you up when you have a strong and powerful why your why is going to give you momentum so for me leaving a legacy was my why and so even when i didn't have the financial means to invest even when i didn't know when how i was going to have time to invest even as a single busy mom trying to balance 
sorry about that, <laughs> my alarm clock. Um, even as a busy single mom trying to balance you know, my children and, you know, my job and all of these things, I kept showing up because it was so much bigger than me. And my why made room for my how because I was determined not to give up. I was determined. I, I remembered, and the same thing for you, I, I, I have to share this. Someone somewhere is waiting on you to do what you're called to do. And when you play small, you sell not only yourself short, but you sell the entire world short. Okay, and that's when you know that you're called to something bigger, that your purpose is so much greater than what you could even begin to fathom. Okay, so again, when we think about like how do we know that we're moving towards our calling, is you know, you would do it even if no one is paying you to do it, you just show up. Um, you start to notice different synchronicities that come up, which we would call coincidences that aren't really coincidences. You feel this pervasive sense of peace um, that you just know the puzzle piece fits, right? The porridge isn't too hot. The porridge isn't too cold. It's just right. It just makes sense. It just fits, right? You just know that you're called to it. Um, your vision, your purpose, your calling is so much bigger than you. And you realize that it's not even really about you at the end of the day. Um, you... And you do it even when it pushes you out of your comfort zone. You do it even when it feels difficult. Those are the ways to know if your calling is yours. Now, if you are one of those people that are like, okay, so I understand that part, right? But how in the world am I supposed to find my purpose, right? How am I supposed to find it? So here are some ways. The first way is to ask yourself, what are some things that you are passionate about as a young kid? What are some things that lit you up even when you were a young kid that it, that ex excited you? As adults, I feel like one of the biggest mistakes that we make as adults is we feel like imagination and play and all of those things are childish. But there's so much awarenesses that come from you letting your imagination run wild, from you giving yourself permission to play. There's so much awareness that takes place. So tune in and ask your inner child, Get in touch with that inner child and ask yourself, what were things that lit you up as a kid? What were things that excited you? What were things that you were naturally drawn towards, right? And ask yourself, how does that show up in your life currently? You know, I think about myself, um, I think about myself as, as a counselor, right? And as a coach, counseling and coaching is, is very similar in the sense, there's 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 very um, obvious differences as well, but there's similarities in the sense that I wanna help people. And even as a child, that was my desire. I remember doing swimming lessons and wanting to, to jump in and help people as they were swimming. I remember my brother, when he first was getting ready for kindergarten, because I was older, wanting to teach him how to effectively, you know, get through kindergarten and get good grades, right? Um, I remember wanting to help my friends. These were things that I just naturally did. It didn't feel like hard work. It just felt like that's what I was lit up by. And because I was lit up by it as a child, it's not a coincidence that I'm now lit up by it as an adult, but now I actually have a term for it, right? I actually have a, a, a reason to do it. It actually feels very aligned with what it is that I'm supposed to be doing, right? Um, ask yourself the miracle question, right? If you were to go to bed tonight, and you were to wake up and a miracle happened overnight so that you had everything that you desired the next day and you were really living in alignment with your purpose, what would have happened and what would that look like? What would that be? Ask yourself, sit still with those thoughts. Sit still and ask yourself, what would it be? Would it be that you have this time freedom? Would it be that you're impacting people all over the world? Would it be that you're a speaker on stages? Would it be that you're an author? What would that look like, right? If this miracle happened, I love this question so much. And in fact, I actually have a lot of my clients journal on it because it's so 
freaking powerful. So asking yourself, Another question would be talking to friends and family, the people that know you best and asking them, like, when you think of me, like, what are some of the gifts that you notice that I have? Because here's the thing. A lot of times the gifts that we have, we overlook because they, they feel simple. They feel super simple. I know for me, when I started my coaching journey, I started to help people around productivity. And I literally was just speaking at a single moms group and talking about like how to balance a lot of things. Right. And they would be blown away by these strategies that I was giving them. And I'm like, I mean, it's just, it's kind of basic, but these were things that people struggled with. Whereas for me, it was just kind of this like easy and effortless stra strategies that I could incorporate and then teach other people. And in that, I learned that there's a lot of gifting that I have that I can give back to other people. But I also learned that there's things that I often overlook, right? And the same for you. There's likely things that you're overlooking that just come natural to you. That just come so natural. You know, my aunt is a really, really good speaker speaking didn't really come supernatural to me and but that for her she's like I could get on stage and not think about it and which brings me to my next point what is something you could do with minimal effort could you get on stage and speak without thinking about it what is something you could do without having to have some special training what is something that you could do that you would just that just comes easily to you that just is like almost fun like dare I even say a little bit fun to you right pay attention to what you do with minimal or no effort and then finally, notice what lights you up and inspires you, right? So for me, the easiest way to tell how much I love coaching is if you looked at my nightstand, you would see so many personal development books. If you looked at how I spent my spare time, the TV shows that I don't watch, the conferences that I do attend, the way that I define fun. Now, if you looked at my Google, my, you know, my Google search history, all of these things, this shows you what lights me up. Right? I could talk about coaching endlessly. I could talk about helping people endlessly. I could teach endlessly because it lights me up. It inspires you. So what is that thing for you? What is that thing lighting you up and inspiring you that keeps you going, that keeps your wheels spinning, that draws people to you? Right? Um, there's a quote by Steve Jobs and I was trying to find it, but Steve Jobs once said, the only way to do great work is to love what you do. And if you haven't found it yet, keep looking, don't settle. And I wholeheartedly agree. You have to love what it is that you're doing. And here's the thing. We were not made to be copycats of one another. We were all made with unique and special giftings and you have something special. Your job is to dig deep and find it. And I promise that if you practice these strategies, you will find it. If you sit still with yourself, if you ask yourself that miracle question, if you give yourself permission to be creative, to be expansive, to, to play with your imagination, to play in general, you will find what it is that you're called to do. All right. So knowing this, considering this, I love to ask you, in what ways can you make room for your purpose today? Really take some time to contemplate and reflect on that. And I trust that this was so eye opening for you, because I think I, the truth is we don't have to make finding our purpose and our calling complicated. It gets to be easy. It gets to be fun. It gets to be expansive right? And it gets to be in alignment, all right? And so now you have the tools and the strategies to be able to move towards that calling, right? Confidently, unapologetically, knowing that someone somewhere is waiting on you to do what you're called to do. And you just get to show up and do just that. So I hope that you all have an absolutely amazing day. Thank you for those who joined me live. Thank you for those that'll watch the replay and listen to this podcast. I'm definitely turning this into a podcast because um, this is a question that just keeps coming up. And I told you guys about synchronicities. When something keeps coming up, there's something for you to be paying attention to. So 
I hope that you all have a beautiful day and I will check in and chat with you guys later. Bye guys. Thank you for tuning in to the Dr. Nicole show today. If you enjoyed this episode or learned something new, I want to hear all about it. Your words and your feedback add so much value to this show. So here are three additional ways you can continue to support. First, leave a review. Your feedback helps me to show up and support you at a greater level. Two, share, share, share. If you love today's episode, take a screenshot or highlight your favorite quote that stood out to you and share it on your social media account. Be sure to tag me at Nicolia Williams as well. It brings me so much joy to see you engaging and sharing all of your takeaways. Plus, every time you share with someone, it gives them a chance to also enjoy the show. Three, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a single episode. For now, that's all I have. I'll see you on the next episode of The Dr. Nicolia Show.